Well, I've only got one hand to drink now, but that's all right. Do you need two Dude. hands to drink? <laughs> well, I, Are you drinking a big gulp? I have a, a water and a coffee and a, a wine and I actually... <laughs> oh my God. So good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to play the whole thing. Uh. <laughs> uh, Alright, that's enough. There's Tammy Wait, doing what? her dance right there. <laughs> uh, welcome to Ponchiba. <laughs> oh no. It doesn't matter. We're, we're going with the whole thing. I should have paid it well too late now. Welcome to Pajama, the Pajama Television Podcast. I'm Pajama contributor Dan Hamamura. <laughs> Explosions in the sky. If you're going to sue somebody, the producer's name and is Love Spackle. <laughs> Love Spackle. On Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but he's, uh, he's not, he doesn't have a microphone, so he's not allowed to speak right now. That's right. Uh, but uh, with me, as always, our Pajama TV editor, Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello. And. Pajiba, five-second rule moderator, Dustin Rolls. Hello, Dan. Hello. Mm. You are tickled right now, Dan. If you couldn't, I don't know why that made me so happy, um, despite the fact of what we've subjected ourselves to. Subjected? Uh, oh, my God, this is going to be the best month ever. If, you, if you're just joining us, welcome. Uh, I'm so sorry. You've, you, you've joined the podcast at... Uh, just as we're launching into our July uh, uh, re recap, revisit, re uh, whatever I don't know. We're, we're we're watching Friday Night Lights season, but only season two. So uh, the whole month, every episode, three uh, three episodes of Friday Night Lights. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Dustin and I watched the series many times. Tori has never seen it, and so she's coming onto this journey uh, for the first time. And we all have thoughts, but before we get to those thoughts, uh, what is everybody drinking? And also, hi, how's everybody? How are you? Hello. Hello. Doing good? <laughs> how's I'm your pandemic? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of Texas football, you know, <laughs> on TV. Yes. Oh, shit, things are getting bad in California again. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we're not, uh, we're not good at. At wearing masks, apparently. We are very good at uh, going to a Trader Joe's in North Hollywood and getting very upset. <laughs> very upset. Uh, performatively, yeah. <laughs> because apparently she was wearing her mask outside in line just fine, and then went, went inside and decided that she wanted to make a scene. But anyway. Oh, wait, she was wearing her mask outside in line? Yeah, because uh, oh. otherwise it would never let her in. So. Oh, I see. Hmm. So it was, you know, it's just uh, everyone, everyone's got to be on, everyone's got to be online today. Everyone's got to, got to, Get their get their viral video. They gotta get out there, get their voice out there, and Is be it, heard like, for freedom. Why, why do you want to be known for that? No, yeah. like if that's your fifteen seconds of fame, is it worth it? <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe. But uh, the Trader Joe's seems to be a big uh, a big 
source of free catch? Because wasn't that other lady who was throwing stuff out of her cart, wasn't that a tr- or was that something else? I thought that was like Whole Foods or something. Oh, okay. Or am I thinking of the woman who was wearing all of the face masks as like some sort of weird warrior bikini? Did you see that woman? Oh, I saw that one too. I don't know what where that, that one might was. have been at a Whole Foods or something. Like the whole thing. I don't anyway, know. there are a lot of dingbats. Uh, <laughs> and yet, none of them are are dumber than. Wait, did you guys watch the? Uh, I know we're not a viral video. This is not the soup, the podcast, or something like that. But that's my only cultural reference I can make. Uh, but the uh, the did you guys see the video of the the people the woman trying to fill up her tank and like fails and can't yes. find her. Yes. That's fake, right? It's got to be fake. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, it's not. There are What do you mean of, it's not? A lot of people don't remember but, where it's... I, but three I times. But three, three times, times is a lot. And those people were like, they're in like a prime spot to record. They're yeah. just sitting there at a gas station. That's weird already. Like, you don't sit at a gas station when, you know, for no reason. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's fake. I think it's it's completely staged. Um, I, I'm not saying I don't think people could make that mistake. I just think this instance is fake. Yes. Um, Perhaps. Anyway, uh, what's what's everybody drinking? <laughs> what's going on? Bourbon. Oh, Maple you, bourbon? Yes. You need oh, a okay. hard stuff for this? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring, I figured bourbon, I don't know, is it that's, they just drink beer in the show, mostly. Yeah, they drink they a lot in the show. Yeah. Everyone seems to drink. Mostly the teenagers. Mostly the teenagers. So, right. you know. But whatever. they're 30, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah they're, they're so old. <laughs> uh, Dustin, what about you? Uh, I'm, I, I stole uh, an idea from Tori, and I'm having a rosé, which is not that great. Uh, called a La Vie Ferme. It's got chickens on it. Oh, I've had that one. Oh yeah, and I'm co- and I'm combining it with seltzer. Oh. Seltzer and rosé. So it's uh-huh. not a sparkling rosé. You got a flat rosé. Wait, no, seltzer water. What? No, I know, but so you can get a sparkling rosé oh, no. or a flat rosé. I made it my own. I right, you myself. made your own sparkling. Right. By adding seltzer. Uh huh, and that you know will make it last longer. Although I suspect I will still end up drinking the entire bottle. <laughs> yes, you probably will. Have you tried that with with like a dark, like a red wine yet? No, I don't know why I tried a rosé first. I just you just I didn't like want to drink the rosé. <laughs> mm. Oh, we need a we need a chicken update. What's what's going on with those chickens? Yeah. They're like teenagers now, and um, they look. And like... So, have you named them Riggins and stuff? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but you do know that I have daughter named after a Friday Night Lights character. I do. Mm. And I, I'm going to have many questions about that <laughs> now that I've seen this show. <laughs> so please don't be offended when I ask you one of my very pointed questions about that character. Uh, as for me, I'm drinking a uh, I'm drinking sake this week because it's what I had in the fridge. Yes. Uh, it is uh, one cup Ozeki brand. It's like they give you a little jar that's supposed to be like one serving. Um, and it's going to be gone before we're done. So I don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, um, it's good. It's very mild. and uh, But like it, it hits hard. So um, anyway, look, we're, we're talking about Friday Night Lights. Um, season two only because Probably. it's 
it's the best season, obviously, right? So there, there, there was other TV this week. Like we could have talked about Dark season three or Search Party, but we're not. We're nope, we're talking nope. about we're talking about the the, the only thing we should be talking about strike shortened season or two thousand seven strike shortened season of Friday Night Lights. Uh, you so, know, Dan, I yeah. have seen Friday Night Lights several times, but I've only watched the second season once when it aired, and I haven't seen it since. And oh my god. Okay. So much stuff just came rushing back. It was such a right. Yeah. Okay. So what were your? So we'll start there. What were your first impressions since you since you haven't seen this uh, this season since since then basically? Well, things went off the rails real quick. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a start. I was I was also very surprised. I didn't remember that. Uh, the coach isn't coach. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember that part. But. I didn't. I what oh. the fuck was he doing? Was he, he like the quarterbacks coach at TMU? Yeah, he got the TMU offer at the end of season one, and yeah, I and remember that vaguely. And he took it yeah. and left yeah. his 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 wife, wife and and newborn child. Yeah. Like she was, I assume I assume she was pregnant when he took the job. Right. So at the end of season one, uh, she tells him that she's pregnant, and then he's also and they're they have this thing, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And he says he really wants to take the job, but uh, but Tammy doesn't want to move. So she so they basically agree that they'll they'll do this like long distancey. He has to travel back and forth thing with an infant. Terrible. Um, idea. Well, they didn't have an infant then. It was she was just pregnant. But like, like the, the, the was, baby is born in in this season at the start right. of the season. But okay. Wait, look, when, <laughs> when you have like the season one, the perfect season like season one, right? You and and you win the state championship. You, you have to figure out a way to make create an underdog situation again, and I think they succeeded, particularly in season four. They did the best, right? When they we're not talking about season four. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I'm just so, saying by comparison, but this yeah. they just this was like they just turned. I mean, so I've never seen other than the pilot right. of the first season. I have not seen any of Friday Night Lights. Right. My impression going into the show was that everyone always talks about Coach Taylor, this Coach Taylor, that, like he's some big hero, but mm-hmm. based on these first three episodes, I'm pretty sure he's the Fair. villain. Fair. He's the villain, right? <laughs> like, he's horrible. Well, the problem is that you're, you're not wrong, but I think, I think what it is is that they, they were, um, this storyline kind of deals, it, 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 uh, it, it deals with a lot of, um, Kind of like the the stress of the of that you know for coaches like them trying to climb the ladder and the strain that that causes right um, so this is kind of that this is kind of like the the high point of that problem um, for for him and his family. It feels like uh, when Jim went to another office on the. On yeah, but Pam, he didn't leave. So he wasn't married with an infant and a teenage no, no. daughter. No, no. Like, I, my I, whole I thing is, especially, and it's also, I don't feel like he would be as much of a villain if his wife wasn't Connie Britton's hair. Sure. Because, like, watching her <laughs> sobbing and, like, trying to pretend she's fine, I'm right. just like, honey. Connie was completely out of character, too, because she is not a person who doesn't have her shit together. She's always got her shit together. Well, of course she, but she just, she's hormonal and not sure. sleeping. Yeah, sure. Her kid needs to eat every hour. That, yeah. she was believable. So, strolling a baby in 105 degree weather, I mean, that is Any man a... leaving Connie Britton. <laughs> sure, sure. For football. 
Right. That is what is unbelievable. And for for uh, for for a position coach job versus yeah. he was a he was the head coach, he was the head coach and just won the state title after one year. He he was only the head coach for one season. Was, yeah, Last time was, I saw the show, he lost a game. It right. was quite a turnaround. <laughs> head coach of the biggest football program in high school in Texas, the biggest right. uh, football state. Do they? I mean, I'm assuming college football just pays more money. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. And yeah, I'm definitely. It, he definitely would have been paid more, and also, um, and I mean, you know, if your if your goal is to go on to bigger and better things and then you would you would actually need that uh you'd most likely need that uh experience before he could get like a head coaching job in college yeah yeah Um, there was um when i was in college in the high school in the town next over it was a city called springdale which is where gus malzone was the high school oh yeah coach and now he's like a big deal in college football yeah because he was like the he was like the one of the big uh, innovators in in high school football. Oh, was it? Yeah, I just mm-hmm. really got picked up, and it was a big deal. Um, okay, wait. So, so I want to, Tori. I, I had a couple questions for you since you are new to the show. Oh. Um, so, first of all, based on since you've only seen the pilot, and yes. oh, actually, this is a separate question. But so you watched the pilot when we were uh, talking about uh, shows that we had never seen earlier. Yes, our uh, quote unquote shame. Right. And then, and then you watch the first three episodes of this show, mm-hmm. uh, of this season. Yes. So how different was this season compared to that pilot? Because I feel like it's a very different show mm-hmm. at this point. Well, I mean, I think it's always hard to judge a pilot based on even the second episode right after it mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to, so going a second season. I, I mean, I was actually impressed by how it was sort of very consistent style-wise and how it yeah. shot and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, the... The drama was cranked way up. But again, it was like all the things I was disinterested in the first time around, I remain disinterested in this time around. <laughs> except that in that first episode of season two, you have the murder. And right. everything wait, 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 about wait, wait, wait. and it really <laughs> did feel like a completely different show, but it was literally like every time Adrian Plucky and Jesse Plemons were on on screen, I was was 50% more engaged with the show. (laughs) And I was like, I know this is trash, but I just, this is the show I would actually watch. So the first season did not have good ratings. And, you know, the theory was everybody was like, we got, there wasn't enough murder. We got to goose this shit up and get uh, more viewers. And so they did that. And Mm -hmm. I guess it worked on some people on some. Yeah. Well, and I'm not saying, so here's the other problem. So that first episode when it like, because there was a bit of dread, you knew something was going to happen. Somebody was stalking her. I didn't expect it all to go down in the first episode of the season. I thought it was going to be, yeah, I thought it was going to be a longer arc. So I'm like, once it happens, then the fallout, the way they handle it in the subsequent episodes was just fucking terrible. Because right. it was clear that they, like, really are not built to be a, a show with two, like, <laughs> no. a murderer. Right. Like, they're and, teenagers. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I had forgotten that the murder happened in the first episode. Same. I thought like, it was I like remembered, the- it, it's, it's like the big thing that hangs over season two. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's the season where there was a murder. But, uh, but yeah, I forgot that it was, I, I remember that they had... Um, so that storyline is actually set up at the end of the first season. I assume that, so. That she guy must get assaulted. Her. Yeah, and was she, um, so she was raped, um, or not? She was assaulted. Like it's, I think it. She's able to fight him off before it gets. But it's like you know, he attacks her, 
And then she's kind of able to get away. I think she's able to get away. Because at one point Um, she calls him a rapist. So I wasn't sure. Yeah. He was, he was definitely, uh, that was his intent. Mm -hmm. But I think she's able to kind of get, run away. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that was that, but that was what uh, intrigued you the most. Well, not him, but it was, I think the, the sense of sort of, because those two characters were so clearly siloed from the rest of the action, which all of the other stuff was like very familiar. It was like, oh, right. coach drama, football right. drama, like Riggins drama, like whatever the hell is going on <laughs> with like all the other characters I don't care about. Right. And then these two are like bonding and there's a creepy guy and I was yeah. like okay mm-hmm. yo some shit's about to go down there that I actually am interested in and so then it happens and I was like wow that was fast and, <laughs> and then the, the episodes where they have to deal with the aftermath and they're just like kind of nervous and like having right. weird blamey arguments but also making out and it was just not good yeah. you don't even see them roll the car into the river but you know they did and like right. they never established the watch but suddenly he's lost his watch like it was just so poorly executed and I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) And so, um, I'm, you know, I'm still on the fence about, uh, I am both more interested in the murder and more disappointed in the murder than I expected. (laughs) I I mean, I also didn't remember because I'm like, how, having seen it now again in the first episode, I'm like, how did they make it 15 episodes without hanging over them? Because by the third season, oh, by the murdering didn't it. happen. Well, well, well. You don't have to worry about that because um, not to not to get too far ahead. But I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, it, we're not going to have to worry about the murder for forever. Mark's long. Okay. Um, well, I'm pretty sure it also just seems like they sort of they're just going about their lives. They're like, even though it's <laughs> supposed to be like they're sort of traumatized by this, they're like not. They're right. not really. Well, the big thing, the big thing that I noted about them was in the second episode where. Uh, their their shared guilt over the murder leads to romance. So I was like, oh, this is normal, right? That's, but it that's was how not, it works. Yeah, I mean, so that was... But again, like, on the one hand, yeah, like, you share this traumatic experience and maybe it, and it like, it, the emotions that have been simmering or whatever should, should come to the fore. But the problem right. with it was the way it's like... They're weaponizing it against each other, where right. it's like... You know, he's like, I did this for you and you fully know that I'm in love with you. And, but on the other hand, it's like, this guy was attacking her. Like, she is a victim. Right. And this, and Jesse Plemons is sort of victimizing her all over again for having done this for her. I don't know. It was all played really ickly. And then, and you know. And for it to also just be like, oh, he's just like a really great guy. Like, she's like defending him to his dad and stuff. Lindry and Tyra don't make sense at all, and that was like a blip. And so, do they not end up together? No, God, no, God. I mean, Landry, Landry in the first season wait. hated football. Wait, do you want to wait? They should we should we talk about stuff that comes down the line? Or I think it's what? okay to talk about. Yeah, I don't stuff. care. I'm not going to watch it. All right. Well, you are going to watch it. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch the season, but I mean, yeah, you're gonna but tell I mean, me some like of this, some of this is season thing. two stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he hasn't been in love with her the whole time, or he? No, has. he has. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it was like a puppy dog sort of thing. Yeah. And and he's just not in her league, and he never is in her league. Right. So it's right, because if you remember Tori, since you saw the pilot in the in the pilot, she's with Riggins. Yeah. And um, and then that kind of blows up, and then. Uh, oh, 
that was another question I had. At what point in the first season does Riggins sleep with the um, uh, the quarterback? The indus- Lila. Lila, yeah. Because uh, he's it's kind of like her it's boyfriend's like still his best friend, yeah. sort of. But he yeah. clearly slept with his girl. Like, were they broken right. up by the time he hooked up with it, her? It's a grief fuck. Uh, I don't think they were broken up. And I think it was like around episode six. It was kind of like first half of the first season. But did the boyfriend find out? Because he and Riggins still seem to be friendly. Uh, I actually yeah, I mean, yeah. Lila tells him, and then or Lila tells Lila tells her dad because there's a very specific scene where she talks about how like she's sinned or something, and then, um, and then she tells him, and then they're mad at each other, and then. Yeah, because they're, they're not, I mean, they're buddies, but they're not, like, they're not friends the way that they were at the beginning of the show at this point. I mean, they're uh, driving to Mexico together. Well, well right, but, but at the start, I mean, at the start of the season. Right. Like, uh, between Street and, uh, and Riggins. Um, so they kind of patch it up, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it kind of tears them apart for maybe a bit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the guy who plays Street? Mm-hmm. I was wondering why I recognized him. Part of um, Dixie. Huh? Part of Dixie, isn't it? <laughs> no, why would... <laughs> That's not Dustin. a Corey show. <laughs> Come on. No. Uh, Which Supernatural <laughs> episode was Scott Porter in? That's no, the question. No, Scott Porter played young Rex Racer in the Speed Racer movie. Oh, oh. But that wasn't oh, what I was going to say. Yeah. So in looking at it, looking him up, because I was like, why does his face look so familiar? Um, I, what I think is funny is, so it was clearly Speed Racer, which I've seen too many times. That's where I recognized him from. Mm-hmm. But his other, one of his other main credits, and it, I don't know why, but just looking at him, it's so perfect. He was the voice of um, Cyclops, uh, Scott Summers, in like a bunch of Marvel anime and like video games and stuff like that. Oh, he was? Um, yeah. And right. I don't know why, but it's just because I hate, like, I have a, I like, least favorite comic book character is Scott right. fucking Summers. And he does kind of have that, like, a little bit just too bland, clean, pompous, yeah, too bland and white clean, guy. like, yeah. boring white guy. Yeah. 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 Just like, you're just never going to be the guy. But also, like, team leader that everyone borderline hates. Right. Like, you will never be the most interesting person on screen. <laughs> um, so anyway, I feel real bad for that, that actor. <clears throat> he's had a he's had a nice career. Yeah, he has, yeah. and he's still going so, on. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, he got to play young Matthew Fox. It's great. <laughs> well, speaking yeah, speaking of him, he uh, I is it a continuation of the first season or yeah he did Murder Ball in the first season right? Uh, yeah, the Murder Ball came in. I feel like second half of season one. Okay, yeah, and, and um, they continue it in this season. And Mark yeah. Zupan who was actually in Murder Ball, was in this episode. Uh, in the first episode? Uh, I don't think it was the first episode. It was, it was in one of these episodes, anyway. Yeah, he's one of these episodes where they were yeah. doing Murder Ball. Yeah. And remember when Murder Ball was like a big movie? I do remember that. I, I loved it. Do you remember Murder Ball, uh, Tori? No. The documentary about the wheelchair guys who were just like, I think I've heard of it. I don't think it I... was basically yeah. basketball and crash up derby and wheelchairs, and it was badass. Yeah, I know. You see one of the guys like get flipped. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see. What other What other things came up in these episodes? Oh, was Lila always a Christian honeypot? Not like that. 
Not in the way that, like... Because that scene in the church where it's all right. about, like, Ooh. God being inside you and Riggins. And it was, I mean, she's a she's a crazy Christian in, honeypot. In season one, she's Christian in kind of, like, the social way. Right. Like, that it's, like, like it's just all, part of your, like, community culture. Right. Um, and Not then, in the reborn way. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that comes about in part because of her cheating on right. Street. Right. Is that, like, that's kind of what pushes her. That and then their breakup and all that stuff kind of pushes her towards, uh, in that direction. Towards Jesus. Yeah. Um, but Riggins, oh, that was bad. No. Oh. Him, oh, so bad. And I, and I still don't know yet if he was being serious. He was sort of being sick, but not really because he's Riggins. So it was still sort of like, I felt something. Let me the, put my tongue down your mouth. Right. Like it, and the it was thing all, with, but, but then even then it's like, if he, like you think he's going through a moment where he's like, it, at least introspection or like, it seems like this big deal. And then he just hops in the truck to Mexico. <laughs> like, right. like, like, is well, he, or is he not going through something? Well, the, the problem is that with Riggins, his, and this this is more of a later arc stuff, um, but his his real uh, his real like uh, romantic bonds. I mean, not not romantic, but like his real like emotional bond. His his journey through like his emotional bonds and stuff is with his uh, is with other guys. So it's like his journey, his friendship with Street is one thing and then that arc goes through kind of like the third season and then uh later in kind of like the second half of the show it's his his uh, relationship with his brother so it's 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 weird because like his he's the heartthrob of the show and like he's always uh he's always kind of like being thrown into all these different romantic triangles but his his most important relationships are actually with guys okay um, and the problem with um riggins is that um, Taylor Kitsch is very handsome, but also a very bad actor. Hey, I don't think you should be talking about his face like that. <laughs> I don't. How dare you? How dare you? Um, Sorry. Uh, did you see the way his hair fell in front of his eyes when he was trying to think? Uh, Dustin, you can't say that Taylor Kitsch is a is, is not a good actor when the New York episode in season three happens and the series finale, which Tori will not see. Uh, the I don't. Know. He's great. He he's great he's amazing. In, in this very specific role. Yes. But he and Julie are clearly the weak talents of the show. Julie. Julie the coach's daughter. Oh my god, she is the worst. Yeah. She's very young. She's no, I don't mean the actress, kid. I mean the character. Oh, it and gets yeah, she, it gets worse. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. Like <laughs> I like I thought I hated Coach Taylor until I was like, Oh my god, your daughter's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta have, and then, know, and like I do a not Dana Brody or yeah, it was Dana Ugh. Brody. Right. Um, that wait that okay, that's good because that brings me to the uh, one of the other things that I I only vaguely remembered as like a concept, but the Swede. Uh, can Who we talk is, briefly about the Swede? Who's yeah? The actor's name is oh my god! Like he's not Swedish. No, and <laughs> and the character is not yeah. Swedish. Like, no, the character like is not that. Swedish. He's like a, He's just like an older Texas guy. Yeah, like it's, I don't know, man. That whole thing was very weird to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't buy any of it. 
but it's like a it's like a big deal, and he's like the older, the hot older guy. Kind of. And then it leads to that really weird scene at the supermarket where Coach tells Saracen, "Don't like let Her him go. steal my daughter from you." <laughs> yeah. No, but not me, in those words. But but basically, yeah, like don't just give up. Yeah, don't give up on dating my daughter. And Saracen. Then, like he kind of doesn't, but he doesn't really try either because she right. cause she sucks. Because like, he but that's help. that's the that's the that's the level of look. Saracen is like the sweetheart, and like yes. no one yeah. like he. But he's but so he's awkward. Totally, he's and totally going to hook up with that nurse, right? And that's a, another thing with the show. They have no the statutory uh, laws are like what because like Riggins hooked up with Joanna or with the whatever the thirty year old neighbor. Yeah, the yeah. mom, yeah, season one. Yeah, and then. Um. And then Saracen, he's like 17, and the caretaker is like, what, 23, 24? Whatever, I'm into it. He deserves her. (laughs) Uh, No, my problem was, so all the way to the beginning. So, okay, I can understand little 17-year-old Julie, or whatever Mm. her name is, um, not being, like, the idea of thinking this dude is hitting on her and then, like, getting it wrong or whatever, like, finding out he has a girlfriend. Like, that, like, I can understand that. Like, she, yeah. like, reading the signals or whatever. So for a yeah. minute, I kind of bought it. That actually felt like a very, like, realistic, like, that was high a real, school yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And, and all of it, and her rooting her own, like, I'm not sure what, because I missed the entirety of the first season and whatever. Like, everyone's <laughs> acting like her relationship with Saracen was a big deal. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Like, she's Well, because she's, like, she was very, like, I don't date football player. Like, that was in the pilot. And then, yeah. and then, but Saracen but is I never so saw sweet. Them that, like, get, kind of. Yeah. And right. it was also, and like, she's, the coach's daughter with the quarterback. But right. Yeah, and she, she was worried like, that she would become, like, her mom and her dad right. or something. And then, obviously, seeing her mom with a baby and, like, how miserable her mom is, that might right. also give her some. Po- like, I kind of bought all of that. And then she goes to the bar. And this was where I think I started hit bumping up against the, like, I can't suspend my disbelief hard enough. Because, <laughs> like, they're not in Austin. If, this was an, if that was a bar in Austin, I'd buy it. That was a bar in whatever Dillon, Texas is. And it's a terrible, like, 90s grunge ripoff band. Like, the Swedes <laughs> band would have been fucking awful in Seattle. But they were in <laughs> Dillon, Texas. And I'm just like, you, A, shouldn't have been allowed in that bar. You're 17 years old. What are you doing? That, that band shouldn't have been allowed in that bar or in the state of Texas. Like, all of that was terrible. And then he does, and then he proceeds to, like, be creepy. And then she just kisses him. And I'm like, I thought you thought he wasn't interested. And I don't know. The whole thing was weird. The so. only band that should be playing there is Crucifictorious. <laughs> I don't think are we going to get the Cruise of Victorious? I don't know. I feel like they're more of a season three thing. It might be. Uh, anyway, we're not even going to get to um, Michael B. Jordan. We're not going to get to Michael B. Jordan. But no. you can explore that yourself, right. Tori. You can go on that journey. <laughs> but I feel like that's also breaking the rules. We'll just not to after. Uh, yeah, after. Right. No, I feel like you can't go ahead. <laughs> um, let's see what uh, what other uh, what other things. Uh, struck me. Um, okay, so one thing that I did not remember was that uh, this show does not have any football, like any actual football games, until the third episode. Like we had two episodes of the show that were just not had no actual uh, competition, which I no. thought was funny. 
Um, Very little football in the show. And that yeah. coach, that other coach, got but it. Bill McGregor, the Tennessee uh, Tiger. Uh, Chris Mulkey. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. What? How do you like him? I, I like that uh, Buddy Garrity calls him a hillbilly because he's from Tennessee <laughs> when Buddy Garrity is like the hillbilly of the show. <laughs> Just so good. No, but like I, I'm so impressed that the show got Chris Mulkey. And I, I feel bad because he always kind of plays the, the dickwad and like everything. But... <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. He makes me really happy. I love that Connie Britton and Buddy Garrity are the only two people that come over from Friday Night Lights, the movie. Oh, he was in the movie too? Mm Mm-hmm. Did he play the same character? I believe so, yes. Was his character also a drunken, stumbling mess? I don't remember that. And and obviously, I don't think he was going through a divorce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why did they get divorced? Uh, I think he cheated. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, don't worry. He's gonna, he, Buddy Garrity is gonna have his own, uh, real specific storyline that, uh, he gets to follow for about four episodes and then it goes away. Uh, does it involve murder? It does not involve murder. No. Um, it does, it does involve, I'll, I'll just, Tori, this won't make any sense to you, but Dustin, uh, do you remember the name Santiago? Yes. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. That's coming up. Oh, That's this that season. Was, oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved him and then he, was and then not, he goes away. Yeah. <laughs> we never see him again. Anyway, oh, no. uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, other other notes I had. Um, I want to gra- say this. Yeah. And and and, and this is going to sound terrible, but I've thought it, and I've thought it every fucking time I watch Friday Night Lights post season two. Gracie is the ugliest baby. <laughs> <laughs> there was a I don't remember who it was I want to say it was uh, Alan Seppenwall but there was some reviewer recapper who would always refer to to the baby as the alien baby it, it, seriously holy shit it's um, an ugly baby and when it gets a little older it's still yeah. ugly yeah that's why oh, like I just remember in recaps someone some reviewer would always say the alien baby and um, I just wondered if it, like maybe that was like Jason Tim's child. I don't know why you would pick that child. Let's I mean, see. No offense. <laughs> but <Sometimes>, also, <laughs> it'll just, be fine. I'm sure I mean, she'll grow into a very lovely child. Yes. Well, by but, now she'd be what? Yeah, like totally. Probably thirteen. Yeah. She's like fifteen now. What's Dating her? probably twenty-five-year-old yeah. caretakers probably. <laughs> oh my god. And just drinking like a twelve pack by herself. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Let's see. So Riggins really was supposed to be a senior in the first season, right? Or they not? never say, but he's again. I feel like his, his. There's no way if he was a. So the way that the show timeline ends up working out, he was a sophomore in season one because he because he's still in high school in in season three. Okay. But there is no way that he was a sophomore and best friends with with the senior Street. quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Right. that is absurd. So, I think it was definitely just he was a senior for three years. They just kind of just kept him around. Somehow he kept on uh, getting, uh, you know, That's being very, allowed to play. It's very specific to Texas. You can do that. <laughs> so, can I? Conjecture for a moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out because the show is like not subtle. Um, it telegraphs <laughs> real hard. 
Um, no, this is good because I was actually going to ask you what what predictions you had. Oh yeah, so yeah. so Garrity's like big dumb plan. Uh, so he's he's going to somehow use Riggins. Is he going to convince Riggins to like claim that he's being bullied by the coach or like try and show that the coach is creating Are an we, unsafe? We're not going to spoil it for you. Why? Well, I because you're going to find out yourself. Also, it's I haven't seen season two since the beginning and. I'm dying to see season to the see episode four. <laughs> I was like, I, I wanted to go to episode four, and I was like, nope, nope, I'm gonna wait. Right, I don't want to spoil it for myself. Right, yeah. I I, I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember how that plays out. I mean, it makes sense. He's um, got some but, plan but that's to what like it, reinstate Taylor. Right, that's definitely what it seems like. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then you had your you had your prediction about uh, about Saracen and Carlotta. Oh yeah, they're right. totally yeah. gonna. Oh, yeah. they're gonna bone down so hard. I'm gonna be into it too. I'm gonna be like, why? Like, I cause please tell me he doesn't get back together with Julie, or whatever. Saracen. Yeah. I mean, like, they're they're. I mean, they're the. What do you call it? Endgame. OTP. Yeah, yeah they're endgames. Oh. <laughs> no, I want him and Carlotta to be endgame. I really was into that. <laughs> Carlotta probably hooks up with Santiago and leaves this show together. Oh, God. I like Carlotta. Uh, okay. So. Oh, Saracen's grandma. Oh, love her. I know. Mm. She is great. I love how she's like batshit crazy, but then still somehow has the wherewithal to show up at the football game every Friday. I'm like, right. does she need a caregiver <laughs> or not? Like. The, the, I mean. It's so like even when at its worst, and this is this is really its worst. And I think these three episodes, I think they started to course correct some in the second in the second season. I don't remember, but I these three episodes are probably the worst, and I still loved it. And I still like just loved these characters, and yeah. they're messy, and I couldn't wait to go to the next episode. And they played Wilco, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the daddest show ever, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you have to admit, Taylor, Coach Taylor is a horrible human being. You know, I can see how you would think that in if you isolated these three episodes, but knowing what I know about Coach Taylor. And, like, what's interesting is that in the series finale, he pretty much pays off this arc where he, like, goes to TMU and abandons his wife and, like, she does what he wants, and at the end of the series, it goes in the other way. Oh, Tammy gets hers, and he's yeah, stuck yeah. crying with a baby. He, well, no, no, <laughs> he's like you they, know, they I, do. They do their version of that, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, oh shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, you still loved that too, didn't you? It's just like. Oh yeah, uh, all it, those so, emotions. So the funny thing was that the this season, even again. So I didn't remember that the murder was was episode one. Um, the other thing was that this this block of episodes was soapier than I remember the show being. Um, it's not that the the show wasn't soapy, but I think that this is also the peak of it. Yeah, they were um, really shooting going for the fences here. Because you have you have the murder, you have they're teeing up the uh, Mexico Shark Adventure, uh, uh, Jesus Camp, crap. Jesus Camp. 
Uh, Tammy slaps Julie in episode three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Saracen and Smash get in a fight on the field at the first game. Um, so, so there's a lot, there's just a lot happening and like, it's a lot of high emotion. Uh, and, and I, I had forgotten that and I still enjoyed it, but I was, but I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely like the, like, we're going to come down off of this peak and then, and then kind of glide back toward what the show was. Um, yeah. Cause Rig and Riggins ends up in the hospital with like dehydration. Right. Because um, he's hungover. Because he's hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and Garrity, like, you're always hungover. Don't you? Don't That's take the blame don't, for that. <laughs> don't you blame yourself, son? <laughs> that was that was actually like an excellent pep talk. <laughs> I was like, I buy that. Um, and Garrity gets drunk and falls over at the pep thingy. Yep. Um, and he's yeah. I'm such a good guy. I, yeah, he I haven't seen around much since Friday Night Lights. You know, he's been in stuff. I think the greatest thing about Friday Night Lights and, like, one of the weirdest, funniest things is, like, the guy you least expect to become the biggest star out of that cast ends up becoming the biggest star, which is Landry. He's, like, the most famous of the cast. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say Michael B. Jordan is the oh, okay, most famous? Oh, okay, fair. All right, yes. Although, yeah, he comes in, he doesn't he come, in come in until season four. Se- yeah. Yeah. But in these first three seasons, like, all those kids and, like, Taylor Kitsch is, like, doing B movies now. Yeah, Kyle Chandler has the same career before and after. Connie Britton sure. has the same career before and after. Adrian Palicki was always in everything and she's kind of still Where did Minka Kelly go? Mm. Uh she did Charlie's Angels, the oh, TV reboot. That's right. And then she's been in a bunch of she's been in some stuff randomly. Um hmm. but yeah, no, her her career has. Oh, Jenny not... Smollett was in this too. Yeah, she's in yeah. season uh, four and five. Oh. Um. Wow, the yeah, you got to you got to keep going, Tori. Eventually, cause they bring in really good casts in uh-huh. fourth and fifth season. They, there's yeah. a lot of turnover where some of the characters graduate and go. But but not Riggins. <laughs> No, no. Well, Riggins. But they find, but they find reasons for for him to stay. The other thing that this show did really well was um, a lot of people who who start off as an antagonists, you be, you grow to love them in their own way. So like that happens with Garrett, like Buddy Garrity, like Tori. You didn't see this, but in season one, he's like the thorn in ta- Coach Taylor's side, right? Right. And then and, and then now happens. now they're buddies, and now because he's not like directly poking him, they're they're like kind of become friends reluctantly um and then uh uh riggins his brother billy who in the early seasons is basically just like the 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 older brother who's like come on you gotta get your life together and that's kind of just his role basically yeah uh but in by like the end of the series he becomes a really crucial character for tim because especially i mean because like their relationship becomes much more important um, yeah, oh. and and it's cool because like you see a guy who uh, I, I I don't remember the actor's name at the moment, but like who had like you know one or two scenes an episode at the most, right? And then he becomes like a crucial uh, part of the part of the the larger story by the end. Yeah, I oh, mean the one fourth thing... season finale is like one of the biggest gut punches in the fucking. Planet. Why does somebody die? No. Oh. Which one is the season four finale? What happens to Riggins? Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty sad. Oof. 
What happens to Riggins? Mm, you gotta watch season four. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is he replaced actually, by Michael actually, B. Actually, you know what? It's not without spoiling it completely, Tori. Uh, there's more crime in season four, yeah, so yeah. Uh, um, you may want to get there. Um, guys, I have a lot of TV to watch. There's actually a lot of crime in season four because <laughs> you have the stuff with uh, with uh, what's his name's dad, Michael B. Jordan's dad, too. So, oh yeah, there's a there's a lot. Um. One thing that does impress me with the show, uh, even though this, these were the soapier episodes, so I've been told from reliable sources, uh, one thing I, I do <laughs> appreciate is that the show, the main, th- the the core fiber of it is this belief that, and again, it's the thing that I find the hardest to believe, but I, I understand that it exists, that this whole town truly does rally around this fucking football. football team. Right. And that football is so important to the culture. Um, right. That, like, even though it's a high school team, like, everyone, like, that is what can... And I like the the way the show remains centered on that. Like, it's always on, you know, the, the gossip about the coach Taylor being on the radio while he's at the <laughs> diner. Like, you know, because that's, like, what they talk about. Or, like, Riggins being in the hospital and the doctor, like... You know, telling him he's really unwell and then turning around and being like, see on Friday on the, you know, like, good luck at the game. Like, the expectation that, like, even though this kid is clearly got a drinking problem and is dehydrated and in the hospital and needs to, like, take a break, he'll still be out there helping win this football game. Like, everyone, like, the show does a really good job about... uh, remembering that it, you know, whenever it wants to get lost in the weeds, even though we're not necessarily seeing the characters play the game, making sure that that is the connective fabric of the town. Right. Well, and I mean, it always comes back around. It's based on a book about an actual... Town. Fo- yeah. An, yeah. Right. An actual football team, and it always sort of, like, goes back to the source. I mean, yeah. the tone, Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, so it's interesting. It's like trying to spin, like, there's s- sort of two things going on. Like, there's the fictionalized elements, which is we've created these characters and we need to give them arcs and there needs to be things to to go on as a show. But it also seems to have this, like, ulterior motive, which is just representing that culture, that very specific, you know, town life. Right. Of a place where, like, this is the central, you know, the thing that everything else revolves around. Like, right. people care that deeply. Um, I lived in one of these towns. I grew up in one of these towns. It was very much a football-centered town. Mm-hmm. So it, it speaks to my upbringing. I mean, like, <laughs> it, so I had a very weird thing. Because, like, my, my high school, I think my football team was the state champions. But, I mean, it's Vermont, so it doesn't really matter. Um, what I thought was the funniest part was, like, the the cult... So we, we had, we could have, we had, like, the state champion team for a lot of sports, but you don't have that pervasive culture. The whole town doesn't give a shit. And right. we, we had to disband, like, there used to be... Did you go to, to the Friday be, Night Games? No. Well, I did occasionally, <laughs> but just to, like, fuck around. Like, I wasn't watching. Um, did, you have, and, did you have helicopters fly over the game. No, we didn't even have cheerleaders. We had to disband our cheerleading oh. squad because all the girls who had who were like athletically 
Basically, all the girls who <laughs> were gifted <laughs> already played other sports. Because <laughs> it was like in the fall, you had um, soccer was like the B team for boys and girls. And we had the state champion field hockey and football. So all the girls who would have been good cheerleaders were playing field hockey. <laughs> um, I played soccer. Not well. And so eventually, apparently, and this was before I got to high school, but not that far before I got to high school. Apparently, um, my they had a cheerleading squad and they were so bad that our own football t- team booed them. And so the school kind of had to be like, yo, like, we'll we'll just disband the cheerleaders. (laughs) Like, we can't have our own football team making fun of them on at a game. Yeah, it was sad. Um, So, no, that's the thing. It's like, it's not like we didn't have sports. We didn't have the culture Mm -hmm. of that. In Arkansas, so Friday Night Lights, that was the name of, like, the the local uh, news segment on Friday Night Lights. You would have a helicopter that would fly over all the high school stadiums and like ca- capture highlights of their games, and then they would show that on the Friday Night Lights highlight reel. Really? On the local news every Friday night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, we've reached the natural conclusion <laughs> of this conversation. But the good thing is that we have four more weeks. We have of this, four more weeks of Friday Night Lights. All, all based on Friday. I can't Night. wait. I really cannot wait. So, do they? I love this. Is the murder going to go through the whole season, or do they like? Is somebody going to find the body? I don't it's going to be Jesse Plemons' dad. Um, don't spoil. I don't. I don't, I don't think I should answer that question because I remember. I, I don't remember the specifics, but I do remember. I. I yeah. Um, They're going to like find like the what. God. My <laughs> recollection of it was that the murder happened and then the season ended and nobody ever spoke of it again. But that is not what happened. Um, because the murder happened in the first episode. So right. there's 15 episodes this season. I think you're you're right that it doesn't really come back in future seasons. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. But they're going to have to. I mean, like, is somebody going to... I mean, I guess nobody goes to jail for this. Like, they will find the body. Like, this this will be... Or is it just... There's more okay. There's more to come in that story. It's not okay. over. Um, but uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get... Don't worry. Don't is, worry, Tori. We're going we're gonna to get there. Is this the gas leak year? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Friday Night Lights is gas leak year. It kind of is their gas leak season. Mm-hmm. Um uh, all right, but in the meantime, uh, I have a brief game. Okay. Oh, um, oh, good. I forgot about the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Friday Night Light. It's Friday Night Lights themed. We'll see if I can keep them all Friday Night Lights themed. Good but, luck. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so this game this week is an untitled uh, uh, Friday Night Lights, I don't know, guest star game. So uh, I've here, seen here's, four episodes. <laughs> No, no, but but this is the thing. It's based on only guest stars from these three episodes. So everyone that I'm about to talk about came up in in the first three episodes. Oh God! Oh shit! Uh, well, already Tori's already won because she remember that guy's name. Well, don't worry about Did it. Did I? So, <laughs> yes. Um, Which guy? I the coach. The asshole oh yeah, coach. Chris Mulkey. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so we'll we'll see we'll see how this goes. <sighs> I only have I only have a few questions, okay. but. Uh, we'll just see who whoever ends up getting more points. Uh, all right. So uh, the first question. So the, the Chris character. Mulkey. 
Nope. Uh, <laughs> the first, the Dustin loses a point. He's at negative one. Oh, come on. Jumping come the on. gun. <laughs> uh, the character Mike, who is, he's the guy who attacked Tyra. Uh, he was also uh, a guest star in uh, this Tory-centric show. Supernatural. Supernatural. Incorrect. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys can keep guessing. DuckTales. No. Uh, I'll, I'll give some more hints if, uh, if it. If you guys don't I have get other there. shows. West Who World? Assassins? Uh, nope. It is a Fox television show. Oh, 911. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Prodigal Son. No. You were close a moment ago. 911? 911 Lone, Lone Star. Star. Uh, Dustin said Lone Star. Yes. Damn. That just means he gets back to zero. But, Wait, uh, that guy yeah. is still around? Get he was around. in the pilot of 911 Lone Star as a, huh. I think he was one of the firefighters in the explosion. But anyway. Oh, the, um, sh- the manure explosion. I think so. I believe so. <laughs> uh, so, that uh, all right. Show. So we're, we're at zero, zero because Dustin lost a point for ping Dustin. Uh, <laughs> Great. All right. Oh, uh, how, can I just say uh, one funny thing? Yes. On IMDb, that character is literally named Mike the Rapist. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but that's, uh, that's he's fair. officially credited as Mike the Rapist. Wow. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, the the new nurse for Grandma Saracen, is mm-hmm. uh, the character's name is Carlotta Alonso. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the actress's name? No. No. Do you want to guess? That? It's okay if you don't. I, have we seen her in anything else? You you've probably She's, seen her. In yeah, other things. Uh, I recognized her, but I couldn't remember where I recognized her from. All right. Well, uh, neither of you got it. Her name is Daniela Alonso. Oh. Uh, so, so, uh, secondary question about Daniela Alonso: She also recurred in this Dustin show. Manifest. Incorrect. Although that would be amazing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, no, this is a show that Dustin actually enjoys. Heart of Dixie. <laughs> no, it is currently on the air. Currently on the air. It's on the Fox Television Network. Watch a show on Fox? What is he? I think it's on Fox. I don't know. Yeah, it's on Fox. Does he cover it? Oh, what's the show with the guy that uh, from Grimm? Or does he not like that no, show? That's One not million on little pieces? No. Yeah, that's not, uh, not that show. Uh, it's a medical show. Oh, the prac? No, the no. resident. Amsterdam is on NBC. The no, resident? it's not. Uh, there you go. The resident. Tori's got it. Never seen the resident. That was a Roxana show. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Tori gets a point anyway. <laughs> it seemed like a Dustin show. Oh, yours oh, is on. New Amsterdam. That's right. I like New oh, Amsterdam. Okay. I like uh, the good one. Is that the I've 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 seen neither so I don't know. Um, all right, next uh, next question. It's one zero Tory. Chris Mulkey, who yes. uh, plays oh, God, new yeah. Dylan coach Bill McGregor, the Tennessee Tiger. Uh, he was also in this Tory centric show, Twin Peaks. Uh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, um, he was. Uh, <laughs> what's her face? He was referring husband. to another. He was in Constantine. Uh, no, but let, wait, hang on. Let me look up uh, Twin Peaks. He was see Norma's if, let's see if the judges, jailbird husband. Uh, see if the judges uh, accept this answer. Uh, let's see. Twin Peaks is the most torture. Uh, correct. We're going to give it to you. That was not the answer that uh, I was looking for. I'll give you, you can get a second point if you guess the show that I was thinking of. Oh, Supernatural. Um, incorrect. No, not Supernatural. But he was recently in... And why am I blanking on it? Because I even pointed out that he was in it. Oh, um, 
it was um, um, uh, the Showtime show. <laughs> the <laughs> City it's of not, Angels. Um, it's not Penny Dreadful. Nope. Oh, God damn it. No, it wasn't Penny Dreadful. Uh, it wasn't Westworld. It wasn't... This is a television show on Hulu. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> it is... Uh, it, it's based on the... Ba- based around the works of a uh, famous author. Handmaid's Tale? Lives oh, no, Maine. no, Lock and Key. No. Oh, Castle oh, Rock. There you go, Castle, Castle Rock. Rock. Uh, also, job, Dustin, Dustin, he was in Briarpatch. Uh, that wasn't what I was thinking of. It was uh, Castle Rock was the answer. But um, How did you not immediately go to Twin Peaks? He was cla- Norma's husband. Right, but that's also 30 years ago. So, uh, Anyway, <laughs> I thought Castle Rock would be enough of a Tory show. It is um, a very... It is. It is a Tory show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, oh, Castle Rock. I miss that show. <laughs> uh, Glenn Morshower... Who plays Landry's dad? Uh, oh my god! I was I had forgotten that he was. Like, yeah. Is he a cop? Or yeah. Is he like a security guy? He's a cop. He's so a he's a sheriff. Weird he's a uniform. sheriff. Oh, he's yeah. a sheriff. But he plays a military Jesus. guy in everything else. Yep. Uh, so there's got to be also, a reason he's a sheriff on this season, right? I think it's just that he was also in Twenty Four as a Secret Service agent. This is uh, a very thirteen reasons why reason. Uh, maybe, but thirteen the, reasons uh, why. The dad was the sheriff, and he buried he covered up his son's murder. Oh, okay. Uh, you're the only one who watched that show. So yeah. I can't, I know. Wait, can't his son's that. murder or the no, murder he, that his son committed? Yes. Thank you, Dory. Okay. I've had a lot <laughs> of rosé. I was going to say, like, wow. Uh, <laughs> he really uh, Glenn Morshower was in this show, which uh, I believed was a Dustin show, but now it turns out was not. Oh, The Resident. Yes. Dory <laughs> gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, call back. Uh, let's see. All right. So 3 no 1 Tory. Uh, How's it right. 3 1? Because uh, you lost a point for guessing oh, too early. And then it's, it, it's okay. So it could still be 3 2, but you know, whatever. You're still losing. That's the point. Uh, despite your cheating. Uh, next question Kevin Rankin, who shows yes. up as Herc, uh, one of uh, Street's buddies, uh, Love him. buddies. Uh, he plays a character. Justified. Correct. Yes. I can't bl- I'm so mad that you guessed it before I finished the question. Technically against rules, hashtag Dustin Sheets. But yes, I was going to ask. Uh, he plays Devil in the FX series Justified. Uh, all right, so it's three to three to two, Tori, because Dustin Sheets. See, forever, I, the, uh, the guy that I told you that was in Murderball that was also in this episode, I confused him for the longest time. I actually thought Kevin Rankin was in Murderball. Right. Until he showed up in Justified. I was like... He's not in a wheelchair, and that was yeah. the and then I realized my mistake. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> next question: uh, Brooke Langdon, who plays Tim Riggins's neighbor slash ex girlfriend slash potential sister in law Jackie Miller, uh, she was cut out of the 2007 Peter Berg movie The Kingdom, uh, and mm. uh, the question is. Which uh, which two Friday Night Lights main cast members were in the movie The Kingdom? Coach Taylor. Correct. Kyle Chandler is his name. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's Coach Taylor. And is it, it's not Connie Britton? Is it Tim Riggins? Uh, uh, what's incorrect. his face? Taylor Incorrect. Pitch? There's one more. Uh, Michael B. Uh, Jordan. And it'll decide the game. Incorrect. 
Uh, main cast and was in this season, so not someone from Minka Miami. Kelly. Correct. Tori <laughs> wins the game. <laughs> Minka Kelly? Yes, much? Minka Kelly and Kyle Chandler were both in the 2007 Peter Berg movie, The Kingdom. <laughs> I actually uh, never saw The Kingdom, but it was. Neither have I, and I this is either. not a movie podcast, so we're not going to dig into it too deeply. What was The Kingdom about? I think it was like CIA people fighting overseas. It was about some. Yeah. I just remember an explosion. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, I'm just watching Kingdom, not The Kingdom? The Kingdom, yeah. Kingdom, the uh, the uh, MMA show? No, Kingdom, the Korean Oh, the show. Korean one. This yeah. is a Friday Night Lights podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Anyway, in any event, uh, Tori's won the game, 4-3, to three, despite Dustin's cheating. Congratulations, Tori. I thank you. Um, you win the, the honor of... Uh, Predicting what comes next in the next three episodes. Of, oh, in of the next Friday three Lights. episodes, there's yes. going to be a very touching, but then hopefully immediately raunchy a la Perry Mason style sex scene between <laughs> Saracen and Carlotta. Oh. Uh, while the grandma <laughs> is in the house, but is oh. watching TV and doesn't know what's oh going on. Oh my God. <laughs> All of that just reminds me of the, of the sun, that episode. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, that episode's brutal. There's an episode in season four that is Saracen-centric, and it's amazing and really brutal. Uh, Saracen is not a great actor either, but that episode was fucking... He's good. He can be good. He's in that uh, that show about uh, deaf people. Is he? On Sundance Now. He was in um, Good Girls, uh, and I think he still is. He's not great in that either. (laughs) I, I don't know. There's something about um, that style of filmmaking that makes everybody a pretty good actor, and then when you it just doesn't translate. It, yeah, I know. You just keep like you start out shitting on Taylor Kitsch, and now you're just shitting on everyone. Well, I, I think I I don't know if it's necessarily the style of filmmaking. I would say that I think that they did a really good job of getting getting like the most out of their cast because I, I agree with you that there are a lot of people in the course of Friday Night Lights who I've seen in other things and they're not as good. Um, but Adrian Palicki is always great. I'm not talking about Adrian Palicki. She is always always exactly her and I love it. (laughs) Taylor Kitsch is always attractive, but that's, I mean, that's the extent of Taylor Kitsch. I mean, can you believe how much money they spent on Taylor Kitsch based on Friday Night Lights? They were like, let's put him in two $100 million movies in the same summer. Yeah, so he was he was in that the one but they the also put one. Rihanna in it the one about that was based on the board um, Battle Battleship. Oh, and, that's right. Well, that was Peter Berg. So yep. that's just Peter Berg hiring was, you know people he knows. Why yeah. did he do Battleship? And John um, Carter. Well, I know that Taylor Kitsch did John s- Carter, but s- oh, Peter yeah. Berg didn't do it, did he? Peter, no, no. Peter Berg is a very interesting. Like his best movie is still Very Bad Things. <laughs> it's not Friday Night Lights the movie. <laughs> no, that's oh. very bad things. <laughs> it's not Battleship. No, oh god, <laughs> I've never seen Battleship actually, so I don't. I haven't either. <laughs> I always Wait, what was that? I thought about movie it. Taylor Kitsch was in that um, I can never remember. Uh, it's like a vampire movie or a werewolf movie or something. I know what you're talking about, and I can't uh, remember. What? It. That's a weird name. It's a very Tory show t- uh, movie too. Hold on. Oh no, it's not. I'm thinking Hold of something on. else because it's the Covenant, but that's not. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking of? It might be. Um, I was 
I actually always meant to watch him in Waco, but I didn't. Um, he was, I watched Waco, and it was, he was creepy. He was sufficiently creepy. Yes, he was in the cut. But it was really just Taylor Kitsch with weird uh, glasses. Guys, I forgot Taylor Kitsch was in Snakes on a Plane. I need to rewatch oh, Snakes on a Plane. That. Oh, that's right. Isn't he the guy, is he the guy who, like, is going to have sex in the yeah, bathroom? Yeah, he's got to be the bathroom yeah, yeah, sex yeah. guy. Um, and then Did obviously, you see the Covenant, Tori? I didn't. I always meant to. Oh, really? Because it I, very much seems like a Tori movie. I've watched a lot of those movies. Oh, wow. Okay. It has, uh, it has uh, Stephen Strait, the guy from uh, The Expanse. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan, Chase Crawford. Wow. Oh, everyone's in that. That was that era where, yeah. So my favorite from around that time, um, there's a Wes Craven movie. It's like the forgotten Wes Craven movie. It's a werewolf movie called Cursed. I remember oh, it. I remember, I remember it. Yeah, Christina yeah. Ricci and, Stop, and um, um, Joshua uh, Jackson. No. Was Scott Foley in that? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Underworld. No, 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 no. I remember, I remember Curse because I loved it too and it was so bad. But, it was like, so But like really terrible. good. Um, Jesse, oh, Josh Jackson. I, Jesse, yeah, Josh Jackson. Sorry, that's who I was thinking. Not, yeah, Josh Jackson and... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, oh, Eisenberg and Shannon oh, Elizabeth. And Scott wow. And Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, I, I remember Carson. I loved it, and it bombed, and I was so disappointed. Because it was a terrible movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I have it on DVD. I love that movie so much. <laughs> but it was definitely, because it was the same, it was The Scream, because it was, it was Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson, I think. Right. Um, and it was like, oh, well, you know, Scream did really well. Let's, like, do a werewolf version. And, like, they get all these actors. <laughs> it's just the worst. So, anyway, uh, yeah, the early to mid-2000s were a really interesting time for, like, shitty horror movies with, like, really Cursed. pretty people. It was, like, really the best song people. for shitty horror Oh, it was the same movies. year as Red Eye. I love uh, Red Eye. I yeah, Red Eye was good. Cool. Yeah. Portia de Rossi was in Cursed? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nick Offerman, Derek Mears. Wait, Nick Offerman was in it? He's in it as Officer. Officer. Uh, <laughs> so, Judy Greer's in it. She's uh, great. As Joni. Joni. I don't remember her in it at all. Lance Bass playing Lance Bass. Of course. I always plays Lance Bass. I mean, like, let's be honest. Red Eye was a superior movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I haven't seen Curse, so... Uh, in any event, this is not a movie podcast, uh, nor a TV podcast, because we're it's a Friday, Night Friday Night Lights podcast. We're a Friday Night Lights podcast for <laughs> the next month, so uh, we'll be back next week um, for to bring you episodes four through six. Uh, I don't have the titles in front of me right now, but um, it's going to anyway, be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to you want to say to the to the people? The clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Is that what you're at and you're going for there? Well, I mean, I, not necessarily, but sure, that's fine. Tori, I just no. I want right. more murder. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you'll get it next week. We'll see. Coach uh, the Taylor's meantime, the villain. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, have a good night. You're going to play us out with the feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna let it run so long this time. Just stop it now. Why not? Just let it go, man. You gotta let. We got 40 more seconds. <laughs> Yo, it's Love Spackle has to deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna get in trouble for this. If 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 Tommy Taylor does the dance. <laughs> what? Do you guys feel inspired? I mean, I feel really fired up now. Like you hear this it. song and you actually feel something. I do. Oh, yeah, I feel so. a little weepy and and inspired. Is okay. That's how I feel when I listen to Battlestar Galactica theme song. Oh yeah, yeah. A little hey, weepy and too. inspired. Well, well, the Battlestar one always feels like we're going to keep going, even though this is we're technically at the end yeah. or finished. Uh, yeah, the Battlestar theme was like, uh, I don't know, it always felt so like, like ominous. Yeah, because it starts really slow and yeah. like, and then it gets like really pumping and you're like, oh, yeah. shit, fucking Except robots. The one thing I never liked about their opening credits was they would show clips from the episode you're about to see. Yeah, no, I love so that. I was. I didn't like that because I was like, wait, what is this? Why am I seeing all this stuff that I'm going to see in like 30 minutes? But, oh, I love I that. Uh, Sci-fi, man. So you see the future. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's a good place to stop, I think. <laughs> Sci-fi, man. You see the future. Episode ends. <laughs> we are a Friday Night, Friday Night Lights, Lights podcast. podcast. <laughs>